sun. <laughs> sun cut. Yeah. Like BT after midnight. The sun cut. Trying to walk in Milwaukee. You know, make the bucks. <laughs> the sun cut. They go to jewelry. Yeah. Experimenting an apocalyptic experience. Apologizing for death. Niggas ain't hearing it. But we seen the signs. We ain't say shit. I guess we in the mimes. It's some clown shit. I'm just a poor nigga with wisdom. One day you catch it. Supposed to eat with your dogs. But ain't nobody blessing. The food for life. The cops watching. We both sketched in. Don't be surprised when they throw a bone in your homie. Fetch it. You on your own, pal. Ain't no best friends. Ain't no true toys. Ain't no new bins. Ain't no family trips. That's where we follow trends. Ain't no love in the town. That's where the hate blends. The cops ain't after helping. They just apprehend. Error of application. The robots are men. Error of conversations. Even if arguing, we rough around the edges. Even when dropping gems. It's uncut. It's uncut. Yeah. It's that mixtape, man. Uncut gems mixtape. Shout out to the homies, man. Free the homies, man. Salutations, salutations, salutations. You have just pressed play on the Uncut Jazz Mixtape, your favorite podcast. I am Rolex Ryan, King of Composure, and... Hey, how y'all doing this evening or this day, whatever you are tuning in, but it is the guy, your man, about Dell Time. What is going on, King Rolex? Peace, King. Man, look, um, bro, here's the thing. Just before we jump into things, like I don't know who else was feeling this, but in California, I know we, I know we global universal. We got people listening to us in like different light years. But as far as California goes, the sky was black for about a week and a half. And when the sky was black for a week and a half, I inadvertently ran into some of the good lord's marijuana, and I fell into a slump, and I haven't worked out in a few days. And I, I got to get my life back together tomorrow, man. I don't know what happened. Wow. For the, listen, listen, man. You know, I'm not, I'm not one to, I'm not one to dibble and dabble in the Marriott game. Very shocked. Very I, shocked. I'm not one to dibble and dabble, man. But like, I fell off, I, I fell off the train, and now I'm trying to find my schedule to catch the right train to back way. Outside of that, outside of the whole smoke, because California was literally giving out free smoke. It was bad. It was bad. Yeah. So. Outside of that, me getting my life together the last three days, I'm, I've been okay. I've been okay. Sounds good, man. I, I've never been you. I've never known you to be one to to dabble in the marijuana. So that's very shocking to me. I'm like, whoa. I mean, 2020 has really changed you, brother. It has really changed. You. I mean, you know, it gets to a point where I know I know everyone has their own 2020 stories that are more serious. Like I get it. Like if you lost a leg in 2020. Bless up. That's bad. I got my own first world problems that are my problems. And the problem is the sky was black. So for everything that was happening, I was like, I could get through this. Murder hornets, nah. Sickness, nah. Civil War Part <laughs> Two, I guess I'll stay in the house. But when the sky is black and you pay what you pay to live in California, when the sky is black, that's the end of the world. For those of y'all that don't know, in California, all we pay for is the sun. Because all the beaches aren't that dope. Y'all see them right. on TV. We don't all live down there. Most beaches are shit. So what we're Especially paying for where is you the sun. At. If the sun ain't out, if the sun ain't out about Dell time, what the fuck am I paying for? So I'm better now because the sky turned blue. But bro, I was, I was ready to move to Des Moines, Iowa. Iowa. Damn. Hey, if you got to start smoking some, if you got to smoking some dro, 
I know you really was pressed. You was really pressed. Because if you was like, you know what, fuck it, bro. I'm going to just get high. Like, I I know you was definitely like, yo, life might be over. I might as well hit the weed because <laughs> fuck it. Hey, you know, you know, what, God, it was more or less a situation where I was somewhere and I was, I, I was I, you know, we talk a lot about escapism, right? I was in an escapism situation. And you know how you'd be like, you know what, when in, when in Rome, do as the Romans do. And I was kind of kind of a situation. I was like, well, when near the blowing, do as the blowings do. So I got blowed. Yeah. And, and 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 you know, since then, since then I was off, but I've I've recovered now. I feel like I'm I'm talking like somebody that did meth for a month. Like I only smoked weed for an hour. But hey, it depended on if you but you see that Cali draw is something different, right? The Cali draw is something different. Now, if you smoking Reggie. Which is something different. I know you gonna like terms, Reggie, Indo, Outdo. You know what I'm saying shit like that. Don't know. You don't know nothing about the strand life. However, if you were smoking some Reggie, you would be perfectly fine. You wouldn't have been laid off your day. That you obviously was smoking some potent stuff. Something definitely knocked on your ass. Because I just... for the, see, for the, I'm gonna cut you off. For those of y'all that don't know about Del Time, a lot of people will say he got a big heart, and he does have a big heart. It's a big heart full of razor blades. <laughs> However, he got a big heart. And he said he tried to give me all this credit, like, man, you know, the po- weed was just potent. I'm not going to lie, it wasn't. It wasn't. You know what? Here's the thing. The weed was potent, but it was, It could have been Reggie. It could have been Philip. It could have been Darwin. <laughs> like, you you know how you know how people that don't drink a drink of Smirnoff and drive off a bridge? That's, that's how me. I am with, that's not with alcohol. I'm like somebody <laughs> that don't drink, they drink a Smirnoff and take off all their clothes and, and steal a plane. That's me. <laughs> That's me. But I'll definitely, pre- definitely, I'll see, you I'll definitely see you do that though. But I've definitely gave you some potent shit. So I know you don't like smoking the shit I, that I that I happen to get involved in because you definitely do not want to deal with that. <laughs> aliens would aliens wouldn't smoke the shit that you smoke. <laughs> me and Snoop be on a high. We on a high frequency when it comes to this weed smoking. <laughs> Snoop Snoop wouldn't smoke what you smoke, Bruh, <laughs> bro. How have you have enough enough about enough about my near my near addiction life altering experience what how are you oh man i'm doing fantastic man another day another dollar you know or another dime in my case because you know broke nigga swag but um (laughs) but no i'm doing good brother i mean i'm out here living man you know um, close to the fires you know near death experiences every day um but man hey i'm alive brother i'm alive i'm alive i am making it my cousin came down here and he been giving me nothing but a headache, but it's okay. It's okay. You know, the good Lord, white Jesus has been with me. So I've been all right. <laughs> Listen, man, the family ain't giving you no money, so they might as well just give you a headache. That's how shit needs yeah. to go. No. Listen, hey, so <laughs> you for, right. those, for those of y'all that for those of y'all that don't know, well, all of y'all know. If y'all listen to us, I'm assuming that y'all listen to Joe Button. If you and if you are listening to us and are not listening to Joe Button, then damn, I find that very flattering. He is one of Spotify's biggest exclusive podcasters and he'll be leaving the platform on september 23rd basically what ended up happening is joe button and spotify have reached some contract issues me and dale found this to be a good time because of what we're doing which y'all listen to to kind of get into ownership and talk about what these podcasts are worth talk about what these words are worth and especially it's just a great time knowing what kanye has been doing all over twitter like we gotta get our masters back we gotta get our masters back which can be confusing because Kanye is the type of person where, you know, if say if you were in Royal Rumble back in the day, right, you got someone on your team is Royal Rumble, then they get distracted because yeah. somebody's hit them in the back of the head. That's how Kanye <laughs> is. So if Kanye's still on his track for a smooth week, 
they, they ain't gonna do shit. But if Kanye like, no, I'm I'm on it for a year, he could change the world. So change the I mean, whole we, world. The world, Craig. The, the world, world Craig. Craig. The world. The world. <laughs> so I mean, I guess about their time. My question to you is this, bro. I mean, being new to this business, being a fan of Joe Button prior to the prior to the Joe Button podcast on Spotify, you've been rocking with Joe for a minute. Right. I'ma ask you, when it comes to this situation, how do you feel? And let me give you a little bit more information. Just you Please. guys might have heard of a situation where Joe Button asked for 250 million dollars. That's not how much he asked for. That's a rumor according to what he said. My speculation, based on one episode that I watched, a speculative estimated number that he mentioned was 75 million. I can't say if that's correct, but I know the 250 million isn't. So Dell, I ask you, what do you feel like Joe Button's words are worth on the Spotify podcast? What is he you asking me what is he what is it is he worth? Is he is he, what is his worth? Yeah, I'm gonna ask you that well, man's I'm I'm gonna ask you the worth for that man's sense. I'm well I'll just I'll just ask you this. Is he tripping? I know I don't think he's tripping. So I think it's like this, right? I think it goes to so many elements, but I'm going to start with the most easiest one to say, right, is you are worth whatever whatever somebody's willing to pay for you. And so if you want to give them, and that's, and, that's, and that's the way art works. When you go to a gallery at art, you can ask them, well, how much is this painting worth? How much are you willing to pay? That's literally going to be the question because, you know what I'm saying, it might have taken that artist uh, – some time to paint the picture however what they may feel or what they or, or whatever you receive from the art that's how you embody what it's worth so with to, with that to be said i feel like if he tells you that i'm worth this amount you know you could negotiate that but it's on it, it but if you 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 paying for whatever whatever you feel is worth when you go to when you go to I'm a throw this lame analogy out there, but when you go to like McDonald's or something like that, right, and you buy a a a, a Big Mac, when you buy the Big Mac, you paying for whatever you think that Big Mac is worth. Because if you didn't like the Big Mac, you'll go home and make your own Big Mac. So that's how I feel. I mean, I, I don't know if that kind of answers your. Does that kind of answer your question a little bit, or you want me to go in more context? I mean, I mean, so for I guess, I mean conceptually. On the subjective end, when it comes to art, I see what you mean. I guess my question is to you, just to say, like, let's say, let's say the number was two hundred fifty million dollars, right? Solely based on what's supposed to come in for podcasts and so on and so forth. My question to you is, do you think it's out of line? I'm gonna ask it like this, right? Of course, like, of course, Steph Curry, of course, Steph Curry should ask for three hundred million, right? I mean, I would say what basketball makes, how much the war, how much how much airtime and commercialism he's worth for the NBA would say $300 million is worth it. If Draymond Green asked for $500 million, would you think that, would you think that that was a necessary figure that you would need to pay him? Draymond Green, 500, 500 million. This is a two part question. Okay. If Draymond wanted 500 million to me, me personally, I'll be like, nah, but you asked him for too much money. However, 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 wait, I want to, I want to make sure I say this. However, if that brother asked for two five, you know, five hundred million. If he asked for five hundred million and they pay him the five hundred million, who am I to say? Who am I to say? I'm gonna be like, damn, I should ask for five hundred million. That's all I can say at that moment. I feel like, I feel like I need to go to my job. So if, if Draymond go and get five hundred million from the Warriors, I need to go to my job and ask him for five hundred million. <laughs> I feel it. I feel it. Just to get a little bit of back, to get a little bit more background, uh, Charlemagne the guy from Breakfast Club recently partnered 
with another media company um, to launch what's called the Black Effect Podcast Network. He's going to partner uh, with other African-American recording artists and make sure their voices are heard. When he, when this news was announced, he said something along the lines, you know, you got to know, know how to negotiate. Some, some people do bad deals, so on and so forth. Not necessarily saying Joe's name, but there may be whispers of what he meant by that. Apparently, apparently Joe Budden wanted to make it clear that what he's asking for is different than what Charlemagne is doing when it comes to ownership versus the partnership. Now, my question to you is, Dale, what do you feel like when it comes to ownership versus providing people with voices? Are they that different? Or is this a situation where Joe should die in his sword? And the reason I ask you is, we're speaking completely on speculation as though this deal isn't done, as though he ain't got 300 million lined up somewhere else, as though he ain't jumped to Apple on September 24th and make a billion. We don't know. My question was this. He's standing up for the cause and say he cannot sit there and continue to do that podcast for what he's being paid and then still speak with integrity like he does, which I can completely respect. Do you think there is an issue, though, with turning down a reasonable amount of money and then losing your platform if it's something supportive to the culture? Like, for example, like a Nick Cannon situation where the Wild and I'll show it, it's not, he's not gonna get that back. They done him and Viacom are done, right? So if him and Joe, if Joe and Spotify are done, was it worth us losing the Joe Button podcast? Was it worth him losing his platform? Is it worth well, I don't think see that's the difference about Joe, right? Like you can't take that from Joe. That's Joe's that's Joe's podcast. He could take that to any any particular platform he wants. You can't take that. That's why it's the Joe Button podcast. Like with Wild and Out, Wild and Out so easy to take because it ain't Nick Cannon Wild and Out. It's Wild and Out. So, you know, it's Nick Cannon presents Wild and Out. So now they can just put somebody else on there and be like, Tom Thibodeau presents <laughs> Wild and Out. They're going to put the Minnesota Timberwolves coach on there? <laughs> That's what they're going to put. So, defense. And they're just going to talk defense the whole time. Like, show me a defense to play. Like, I don't know. But, <laughs> But nobody's no, gonna, nobody's gonna watch it. Niggas at home, like, niggas at home, like, I'll watch this shit. I'll watch it though. Tom, Tom, a good coach. Shit, he's a good coach. <laughs> shit. I feel coach, that. That's the one. That's the one that coached Derrick Rose when he had bad knees. Man. You know what I'm saying? They go back. <laughs> because, be, be, because that's relative, right? <laughs> that's right. No, no, no. On some serious shit though. On some serious shit though. Um, I felt like the difference on what. Charlemagne and Joe are speaking on is we're talking about being a part of we're talking Charlemagne who is a part of something he basically the slaves look I'm gonna break it down like this I'm gonna, I'm gonna break down this easy ass analogy Charlemagne is that one slave that's cool with Massa that bring in other slaves like if you be good Massa gonna get you on I promise you you see me I'm now bringing people new to the ship I used to be one of the person that was tied up, and now I'm bringing people to the ship. So you can do that, or, you know what I'm saying, you try to figure it out on your own. However, there's different circumstances, right? Some people ain't built to man their own ship. Some people need, you know, a crew, and they need, they need to have the whole staff already there. That's why some people go and become managers over becoming, owning their own product and doing what they can. So I feel like for Joe, he owns his own product. And what he's doing is, is he's saying, he's telling, he's telling Charlemagne, look, the difference between me and you is, is you always need to work for somebody. You need to clock in. You need the resources of them. However, me, I'm able to cre create my own resources. I'm able to be the network. 
And I think that's where the two conversations lie a little different of what Charlemagne's doing. Charlemagne's bringing people to a certain platform where they're immediately taking 50% off any of the artists that come along. Compared to Joe, he's able to say, this is my platform and you ain't gonna take money from me. Why would I, why, why would you take 50% of me of something you didn't build? You know what I mean? Like you didn't build this. I, I, I built this, but you're gonna take 50 just because you are a bigger name than me. And now you're gonna own my shit. That's how Prince got in the situation Prince got in. That's why, you know what I mean? That's why he ended up own, owning his own symbol instead of his name. Yeah, I kind of feel like, you know, what's interesting. I think that when it comes to when it comes to the analogy that you use and we talk about ownership versus non-ownership when it comes to media, I think this is a very unique circumstance because um, Charlemagne is on the radio every day. Like he's a radio host. He's always wanted to be like a shock jock. And that's what he does. He always wanted to do that. Um, Joe Button, Joe Button's podcast, based on their contract, they have to record two episodes a week um they weren't able to get like several holidays off they it was in like uh, some of their some of his complaints about the contract in the past so when you talk about you talk about like ownership versus like an independent contractor there are necessary levels because you say when you say clock in and clock out i get what you mean but there is a difference between us talking about owning the mcdonald's versus working at a mcdonald's when they are both required to be there at different times only difference is only difference is one is a contractor for two days a week. The other is a contractor. The other is a contractor for uh, for five days a week. There's a, there's also this, right? I mean, and I, and I get it, right? If you come in two days a week, record your podcast, and handle all the infrastructure, so on and so forth, fine, run it. You can take the Joe Button name anywhere you possibly want to because it's a podcast, and you can pretty much launch it almost to wherever. And I get where people are saying, like, well, why didn't Charlamagne start his own thing? The reason he can't or reason probably he doesn't want to is, I mean, uh, usually if you work somewhere and you get fired or you, or you leave, there's usually a non-compete clause, which means if you leave, you can't pull people from your old business. Him, Ye, and Envy have a particular chemistry on that show that you probably you probably just can't up and then take anywhere. So I think right. there's I think I think there's particular levels when it comes to like to making uh to making these comparisons. A lot of a lot of Joe's and then like a lot of Joe's complaints within that whack ass contractor things I can definitely relate to as far as when he was talking about people meeting particular benchmarks. Like, yo, say if you say if he did want a 250 million and they was like, no, we're gonna give you 10 million, but feel me, if you get a billion listens in, on a Wednesday in December, the third Wednesday, we give you 250 million. Fuck them weak ass benchmarks. That shit is canned. Yeah. So I mean I do I I do definitely understand how he comes to like yo the contract i'm on i don't like it and i can't continue to rock with this versus the charlemagne where what he's doing like what he's doing right now as far as going to a place of employment that he likes that he likes and is doing something he enjoys when you say people aren't built for something else what if you're just what if you always wanted to do that and what i mean by that is this Dwayne way has his own sneaker line I, i'm not going to mispronounce it he has the asian Sneaker line. He has a lot of input. They pay him a lot of money, and he's rocks with that line. He doesn't own it, but he rocks with that line. Versus, like, let's say somebody like a Russell Westbrook that just always wanted to be on the Jordan brand. So is and I, I want I want not see- innovative as a creative, and I get that some people are like and that's what I mean by built by right. Like like some people, it's like so I'm a I'm a I'm a throw our I'm a throw our our, our lovely producer in here. So he always gives us credit on our creativity. You guys are creatives. You know, you guys look at something and you're able to create content from that. You know, for me, I'm more, ana- him, 
when, this is him talking. This is Tariq talking. So now let me do Tariq's voice. See, brothers, y'all are more in line to do things differently because y'all brothers are, y'all kings are creatives. I'm not a creative. I'm an analytical person. I look at numbers, do numbers. That's all I do. If numbers don't make sense, then they don't make sense to me. So that's just how he's talking, right? But for us, I feel like, and I'm not saying he's not, because I think he's actually a really good creative person. But I think that sometimes when you look at certain things, you just feel like, hey, you know, that's not me. I'm not taking on the creative part. I don't want to come up with the content. I don't want to do nothing. When Charlemagne goes in, they probably tell him, this is what y'all going to talk about today. And he figures out a way to talk about it. You know, he figures out his, his stance on it compared to Joe. Joe gets to talk about whatever he wants. Like he was saying in the, in the uh, episode that I watched when he when he decided to talk about uh, the Spotify, the, the, the Spotify relation and, and how he was getting ready to exit Spotify. Um, he said, you know, I can talk about E&J on here and I'm going to be on the phone tomorrow with E&J because of the ads that's going to roll in from that compared to maybe the Breakfast Club where it's a little bit more structured to kind of say ads and also got to watch out what you can say and what not to say and things like that. Um I, I, to me, that's what I feel. So I feel like he, like you gotta, if you can go in someplace and they just tell you and they give you all the rules, some people are just built to be rule oriented. Hey, follow these guidelines, follow these rules. And they just simply follow it. And they go on and it works, it sells well. But some people are creative and can think outside the box. And that's what I see with Joe. Joe's able to talk about whatever he wants to talk about on his podcast. Say whatever he want, talk about whatever he want. He can say, fuck Spotify, fuck Apple Music, fuck them, fuck them. And then be like, hey, yeah, but Apple Music and Spotify just signed me. He's able to do that. Charlemagne can't really do that on his on his on his thing. He kind of has I, to have a little bit of a respect for everybody. No, you know, have to be. You know, and you're, I think I, I think you're right in a way when it comes when it comes to like national syndicated radio versus podcasts. When you right. look to, when you look to podcasts at this point because they're more. I don't I don't want to say not nationally known, but you can pick and choose, and it's definitely more public. It's definitely more personal interest right so i mean there's right. only there's only there's only so much you're gonna say on the podcast i mean you can't you it's gonna take a lot to get canceled right it's gonna take a lot for somebody to be like yo we canceling that shit because people say whatever they want however when you are when you are mainstream i mean you can't really get on there and just say anything because you are on at 7 a.m in the morning like every single day my only issue when it comes my only issue when it comes to I mean, not even like creative versus non-creative people or whatever. It just, I'm more or less what people wanted to do. Well, my Russell Westbrook example is like, what if you always wanted to wear Jordans? What if you always want to be, on, what if you always wanted to be on Jordan brand? And that's how you felt. The reason I use that example is because within Charlemagne's book, he talks about how this is what he always wanted to do. Like, so I don't, I don't necessarily feel like people should, I know ownership is key. I just also feel like we should instantly, what's the word? I don't want to say, I don't want to say fault people, but look down on or criticize or discourage people from like rocking with something they want to do when it comes to a nipsey hustle situation with vertical integration when he's met, had he had his warehouse had his store was working on that ill shopping residential facility in the area where, he's, where he was rp used to was sell great. yeah huh? where he used to sell actually his that's where he used to sell his shirts that little art that little slosson area right there right he used to right. sell his shirts outside right across was, the street He's working with, and then like working with civil engineers, engineers get this like shopping complex done completely. And then eventually, I mean, at one point, he was selling these mixtapes for a hundred. But if you're somebody like, I mean, 
if you're somebody like a Drake that doesn't own his master, but just having a good time in the music industry, is that bad though? Like, no, no, it's not. That? It's not yeah. bad. I, I think that I think that can easily get misconstrued sometimes with what people are thinking about. Like, oh, if you're an owner, like you you the, the whole thing is is this. You gave me a great poster when I first moved into not first moved, but at one time I moved into a single apartment by myself, and that poster said, "Create a life you don't you you don't need a vacation from." And this is the thing, if that's what your goal is, great. I just feel like some people have different goals. Like there's people who just wanna rap under a record label forever. They wanna be in a 360 deal forever. They don't care. The record label takes all the care of all the distribution. They take care of everything. All they gotta do is make music. You know, they that's it. They don't gotta do nothing else. They don't gotta have no kind of input. All they gotta do is just make the music. And that's fine if that's what you wanna do. But there are some people who have a little bit different push. Jay-Z had a different push. He didn't look at it like, I just want to be a rapper. I just want to be a rapper and be known for being a rapper. No, he wanted to be an owner. He wanted to do this. He wanted to do that. LeBron had a different push. I think about this in a lot of ways about LeBron. To, to, as I bring up LeBron, I think about this in a lot of ways of LeBron because this is one of those moments where LeBron wanted to go to the Heat. And everybody talked about how this was such a wrong decision. He's, you know, breaking out of protocol. People don't do this. He's making wrong mistakes. It was all of this bad shit. I think at that time, you and I probably were the only people who saw him going to the heat as a good thing, being that he was this person who grew up in Akron. That's all he knew was Akron. And then he goes and plays for a team that's based out of Akron or Cleveland, I'm sorry, and then he goes and plays for them and never really ever gets the opportunity to escape away from that. So then him going to the Heat was like him going to college in a lot of ways. Because he didn't, and, and you think about that, like the only time prior to LeBron winning a championship at at uh, at the NBA, he never won other than what he did at the high school level. So, you know what I'm saying? So for him to go all the way to Miami Heat and then win, that's kind of why I felt like, you know, that kind of changed how he thought about things. Like now I want to have more ownership and where I'm able to go. And that changed the big dynamic. And I think that's what Joe is doing now. Joe is pioneering something that's different to give people like you and me a voice to say, man, I, I, I can ask for 250 million. I should be able to do that. I'm worth that. You know what I'm saying? And the thing about Joe is Joe is able to actually show numbers on why he's worth whatever he was asking for. You know what I'm saying? If you're able to bring in this amount of listeners and and the and the and the uh, the actual market of Spotify is going up because the listeners are continue to want to join because they like what Joe is doing and that opens up gateways for them to listen to different types of music or different type of podcasts. Because one thing about Joe in the podcast is it was him and and Amy, I'm not gonna I'm gonna fuck her name up. What's her last name? Is it Smother? Whatever. What is her name? Amy Schumer. Amy Schumer. Yep. Fucked her up. She's white. I don't know her. No, I fucked up. No, sorry, all my white listeners. It's not because she's white, but <laughs> because of the fact Amy Schumer, uh, Joe Budden and Amy Schumer, they actually started the podcast together. Uh, they started at uh, Spotify together, not a podcast together. They started at Spotify together. And right. she's not really doing well, but Joe's excelling. He's doing good. And it was a risk for Spotify to take on him. Because, um, you know, it's a lot of rap, as easy as it may sound to us, it's like, there's a whole bunch of people that could be old retired rappers that could talk about, that can analyze rappers to today. That seems super easy, right? So it's like, uh, anybody could do it. 
but he did well. He's been doing well for years. He even took his platform to Complex where he did good and he got to leave them. And I think he's just all about ownership. And when he talked about on his recent show, as he explained this scenario, it really opened my eyes to look at his situation very differently. Because, you know, I knew a lot of people even gave him slack when he left Complex. Like, yo, he's stupid for leaving Complex. He's dumb. You know, Complex is doing him well. See, that's the problem. We get this slave mentality that, oh, because we're under somebody and they're treating us good, master treating us good, we should just stick with them and never leave or never think to be bigger than what, than what that is. And like I said, it's okay if that's what you want. But if you have a mind to do it, you shouldn't also get slack for thinking that you're better than what you're currently getting. Yeah, I don't I don't necessarily think that I don't necessarily think that there's anything wrong with providing any like with providing any type of pushback. I, I don't I don't see anything wrong with that at all. I've re- That's I really negotiating. Feel, yeah, I really feel like even even with your even even with your LeBron example, there was pushback um in the beginning, like you said, because he broke protocol. However, the only thing that mattered was him like winning and just being more profitable. You can always go back to Cleveland, right? Um, right, which he and did. I think and I, I think the, the interesting thing the interesting thing is what ends up happening is that when it comes to like protocol of people of people staying in line, primarily our people or people of color like stay in line, then later on you could do what you want to do, right? And that's why when it comes kind of going off on a tangent for the listeners, but that's why when it comes to LeBron, a lot of the old heads that were hating on him, a lot of the old heads, other other than like Jordan, they all end up leaving their teams to chase rings on better teams anyway. Right. But they did it when they were older. Yeah, so, they're prime. So it's like it's okay for you to like to follow your dream after you follow a protocol that someone put in place for you. And that's kind of why when it does come to like ownership or working for yourself or fire movement or whatever, like you shouldn't have to. I mean, our our ancestors did all this and worked till 62, worked till 84, worked in worked in fields for us to not have to be able to play. When I get when I get to 65, I'm going to do whatever I want to do. We're not going to wait 29 years. So I, I, I do kind of I definitely do kind of feel like. Uh, Joe Button is a pioneer in this. I just think it's it's a sport. It's a running back situation with him, right? Because what ended up happening was when it comes to Amy Schumer and when it comes to Joe Button, I want to say that Spotify, when they first put them on, they got them for the cheap. And then honestly, it on, it probably was a risk. For like a dollar. They got them for like a dollar fifty. Um, yeah, probably a dollar dollar fifty in a pack of poats. And I'm yeah. saying it is it is probably it would probably be a risk to take on um to take on. A rapper and then take on a comedian like a younger comedian, great comedian, a very successful. But but right. at the end of the day, they end up bringing in more money like than Spotify probably planned on. The issue with the run, the issue with the NFL running back situation or a point guard situation or or a Scottie Pippen contract situation is we got you for the cheap right now, but we know what you did, but we're not going to pay you. We're not going to pay you for what you did. We're going to pay you for what we think we can, for what we think you can bring in now. And it's like, well, I did that before. Well, they're like, well, now that we kind of popping and podcasting is popping and we got other rappers trying to do what you do, we 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 don't really want to give you that much money if we can probably get somebody else for the cheap. Like the, so they so they they like they like, well, we just well, we just gonna we kind of just uh we kind of just probably gonna have to let you roll out because we don't want to we don't want to spend the money because we know there's a next Joe button out there somewhere. And the cold part is this, right? When it comes to negotiation on anyone's end, whether it be the underdog, the overdog, whether it be the ops, whether it be us, whether it be the owners, whether it be the players, nobody's giving any money back. And what I mean yeah. by that is this. What I mean by that is this. For everybody to be like, this athlete is overpaid, woo, 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 woo. 
So you telling me that when Steph Curry was killing, bringing all these fans, when he was underpaid, the owners are going to be like, hey, you know what? Your rookie contract was screwed up. Here's a little bread on the table. No, he finna stay at cheap. So nobody giving bread back regards to what pops up. I was like, Joe Budden asked for too much money. Well, when he asked for too little money, did Spotify give him any bread when he asked for too little? No. Right. So it wasn't I, out there like that. Like, you know what? We really think you deserve this. If he would have came in and said, no, I just want a dollar for anything that sell, they would have been like, oh, hey, cool, great. You know what I'm saying? Like you were talking about with the uh with, with basically the 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 marks, right? Uh, the matrix. Or, you know, you gotta hit this, you gotta hit that, right? So the punk ass benchmarks, yeah, the benchmarks, right? So when he had to hit the benchmarks, right? Like they give you these insane ass benchmarks that they know you're not gonna hit, and then they ain't gonna give you extra when you exceed them. You know what I'm saying? We're not gonna be like, yeah, but I mean, like we realized you exceed them, so like we wanted to give you an extra ten thousand on top of that because we didn't even think you could hit that shit. So yo, you you know what's so fucking stupid about those benchmarks is this? So for all for all of y'all that have ever worked anywhere with benchmarks or with quotas or with punk ass multipliers or with uncapped commission anywhere, possible anywhere. And though you make you make a good point when you talk about when they hit it, they're not gonna when you excel it, they're not gonna pay you more. You know what the thing is? Let's say this. Let's say that your base is let's say your base is fifty thousand dollars, right? And if you to get for but you spoke, but you asked for hundred, it's like nah, if you hit the benchmark, we're gonna give you fifty on the commission side, you're gonna make a hundred anyway. Okay, cool. But the benchmark, the benchmark, you gotta make them six million dollars. So let me get this straight. For me to get 50 bands, I gotta make y'all six million. Yeah, you can just bring in six million. Yo, you get the 50, so you're gonna make it. But I have to make you six million, it's still yeah. unfair. The it's bit, unfair. So, it's still so okay. What 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 happens? What what happens if I get 51,000? And I, wait, what happens if I make y'all seven million? We then we're gonna 50, cancel. We're gonna cancel you. We're gonna cancel you based on some based on based on the stuff that you might say. <laughs> That's it. You make too much money. I worked, I, I worked with I worked with like these top selling ass fraud salesmen at every job I worked at where they would go they they would go so hard in the paint meeting these multipliers it, and they they were ill people all of them are being walked out but they got so high in the multiplier they couldn't make any more money like I worked with one dude Daniel he made so much bread by like the fifteenth of a month he was like our multiplier is such shit I literally I'm literally losing money if I keep working yeah. Because the multiplier, yeah. but not only like you said, if once you hit it, they're not gonna pay you more. To ex- we, that's all we're gonna give you. But but I'm still making money for y'all. Now nah, we we done paying you. But I brought y'all a billion. We already yeah. paid you for the six million. But it's double. You already no, no. capped out. You already hit the cap. <laughs> you and, it's, and that's the thing. And then the crazy thing about it is, right? They, they'll have this benchmark, the crazy benchmark. But then it'll be this one clause in there that will state, oh, you know, <laughs> if you if you if you happen to not make this, or, like let's just say this example. Let's you let's keep. Well, with the Spotify example or the Apple example, right? Let's just say they'd be like, yo, you can, you can, you got to bring in this many fans. You got to make this amount of money. You got to make the six billion, right? To earn this 50 racks. But if you get any threes, that knocks you down for whatever benchmark you was going to be able to hit. You can't get no threes on any surveys. Everybody has to rate you a five. Like, so impossible last <laughs> shit, right? So bring, wait, so I want I want you to bring in sixty million more listeners, but nobody can rate the show less than nobody five. Can rate, nobody can rate nobody can rate less than five. And if you have that happen, then you don't hit the bench. So it's like no matter how great you're doing, you can win awards, you can do whatever, you can win podcast awards, whatever. But because he got two threes, he got two three ratings, he don't get his bag. Like you don't get the full bag. Like that's the type of shit they're trying to do. I'm not saying that that's necessarily what Spotify doing because we also might work for Spotify in a lot of ways because they kind of got to monetize us. So I don't want no smoke, Spotify. 
But I'm just saying, <laughs> I'm just saying, in a sense, you know what I mean, though? Like, they could kind of fuck you over in that way. I do feel this, though. Joe is an exception from a lot of other people, though, because he's already has his audience. He already has his target audience. Yeah. Kind of low-key, wherever he goes, he could talk that gangster shit. If he went in there and talked 250 million, he could do that. Yeah, he, he can go, go in anywhere. There. You know how that commercial, it's an old Geico commercial, or maybe not a Geico, it's a credit commercial. I think it was Credit Karma commercial. And the Credit Karma was like, know your credit. It's kind of like your, your favorite statement, know your worth, right? Yeah. Like, in that, in this credit commercial, yeah, they had the people going in, get ready to buy a car. They in there going into the, uh, the car salesman's office, kicking their feet up, you know, sitting back. They chilling, they doing whatever, they talking wild, because they know their credit score, so they know their credit good. They don't got to sit there and expect for them to try to get the cars. A lot of y'all go to the car dealership just hoping, I hope these motherfuckers don't see that one negative card I did pay on last month. Like, you know what I mean? You tripping about that shit. I hope my credit score good enough. But when you know your credit good, you walk in with a whole different confidence. Yo, bro, we take that car. Yeah, yeah, that one. Well, I want it with leather seats. You start telling them what you want in your car because your credit is good enough to do that. That's what I feel like Joe was feeling like. Yo, my credit good. I've already showed y'all I'm able to hit the number. I've already have the audience, I have a, the, the, the fan base, I have everything going on. So I, if I come in there talking about this, y'all should be able to negotiate with me. E even if I'm talking 250 million, still, you that's still, you know, room to talk to talk game with. Because, yeah, that's what you're supposed to do in negotiations. Shoot high and work around to get to a middle number that it's comfortable. That's a, that's a compromising number. But I think, you know, sometimes... That's the problem in a lot of a lot of things with black communities, though. We tend to say you should just be good with what you're getting, brother. You should be happy for the opportunity, and that's just what be people want. Just be grateful. Just be grateful. Be grateful. Do you dance like they actually do? Yes, man. I'm sorry, you dance. Like so, you know what I'm saying? Like, and that's that's that that's the, the fucked up mindset that we so trained. We're so humbled, and we got to go in. That's why a lot of us, we, you know, I was talking to to my dreadtician today as I was getting my hair done. And uh, me and the sister was talking about it. And I said, you know, it's crazy because, you know, a, a person of, of non-color can go and walk into somewhere and they're going to get a job and get best pay based on the potential that they're able to bring that company. However, a person of color are walking in for that same position. They come from the same background, got everything the same, but they got their resume has to speak for them in order for them to even get close to the payment that they just gave that person with potential you know what i mean so it's a big difference on certain things so i think joe is just using his using his privilege which is a rich privilege to go in and talk his shit and he's educated enough to talk the game and also i think a lot of it has to do with him getting fucked in the music game he already done been fucked with these 360 deals so now at a, as a podcaster he's not gonna take that shit you know what i'm saying he's gonna be able to speak and he knows the kind of the ways you got to move through these things in order to assure that the safety of one hiring people like Maul or Rory that's on his show to ensure that they're able to also get the bag. Because you know what's easily happen when they own your shit, right? When someone else owns your thing, they might replace Joe Budden with, with 6 9 and make Rory and Maul, and Maul work for them. <laughs> Six nine gonna be in there. You know what I'm saying? That's what's six, going nine, six, six, nine. It's gonna be the wait, six nine still, podcast. 
No, but no, they still gonna they still they still gonna call it the Joe Button podcast. Yeah, it's, it's, it's Joe Button. Like, it's, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be like it's gonna be like on Fresh Prince when they when they replace Aunt Viv. They're gonna act like nobody nothing, know it. Nothing nobody like knows. Nobody like, like they're just gonna make a little quick joke about it, like, oh, something looks different. It, it seems like they're like, nah, we don't we don't really feel like we don't really feel like you worth that much bread, which is weird because like you said, he could take his voice anywhere. He could, right. Joe, like, Joe Budden could hop on Anchor. Like, like it just... Exactly. It killed so It's odd. It's odd that... I mean, again, we don't know the number, unfortunately, particularly, but it... Like, let's say let's say it was 75, because I believe Joe Rogan got 100. I believe so. So if, if they did offer Joe... If Joe wanted 75, it's odd with all the ad revenue and everyone that tunes in and... and for those of you guys that don't know this, a little bit of background information. Just for the for those of you guys that don't know the details when it comes to advertising and shit like that. A lot of the NBA players, people were complaining several years ago, they were getting just everybody was getting everyone was getting 300 million left and right. It's because <laughs> it was because of the new TV deal. And those TV deals are based on advertising. When it comes to podcasting or whatnot, there's aver- there's ads that whether y'all skip through them or not, there's ads on them. And the reason you've been buying beats by Dre headphones the last seven years is because you see an ad. So all Joe is asking for is the revenue that's worth the ad for the most yeah. part. Like, I mean, I like over the year after year after year, show after show after show, there's always going to be advertisements forever. And people want to, we, we know that's happening. We want a little bit of that bread, just a little bit, a tad, a little drop. Right. If you're going to insert the advertisement into the show, can I just get a little, can we get a little peek? Can I get a peek? Can I put the head in a little bit? Can I just a little something, something? And the cold part is it's just for America to be such the land of opportunity and everybody is supports the entrepreneur. Everyone supports the entrepreneur until it affects their entertainment. You love yeah. you love player empowerment until LeBron leaves your weak ass team. You love player empowerment until until Antonio Brown says, Nope, I want more money and sits out. It can't like right. so a lot a lot of y'all a lot of y'all be fronting. Y'all not really all for this entrepreneurship. Y'all really ain't for it. Everyone everyone's a capitalist so they got to spend a little bit of money. But Baker Mayfield be like, yo, I think I deserve more money. Y'all should pay him. Hey, Baker Mayfield. Nah, I'm playing. Nobody wants Baker Mayfield to get paid. Y'all should pay. Y'all should pay Baker Mayfield. I'm not not about to go down that hole the way I need to, but I swear swear to you, like, Tom Brady gets to ask for anything. And he's a champion. Anything. He can ask. I want want the grass to be red when I step on. He's... (laughs) <laughs> he's a he's a champion, but he's washed. He trash is no, washed. He's not trash. He's what? Uh, he's washed. He's washed. <laughs> he's washed. And I'm and I'm gonna I'm keep it hundred. Like it's interesting how when you talk about, you did mention somebody got to be a pioneer for this. And always gonna be the first person to kind of get their ass whipped, right? So Joe yep. Rogan get Joe Rogan get a hundred million. They'd be like, oh well, you know, he's worth it. He's a comedian, been in the game for a while. Joe Budden asked for this money, he asked him for too much. And it sounds a lot like. It sounds a lot like when Kanye was like, hey, man, y'all should let me design clothes. And it was like, no, all you are is pink polos and Air Force. You don't know anything about fashion at all. You don't know nothing about nothing. fashion. Kanye was like, can I get on? No. And um, years later, he launched the sneaker with Nike and Louis Vuitton at the same time. So, but he had to be a pioneer within that situation. Like he opened the doors to people like ASAP and so on and so forth. So I kind of feel like the first person, to, the first person that run up that run up in the house is gonna take the bullet. And that's kind of what these brothers are doing. And to keep up on that Kanye situation, 
it's literally that though. It's literally when Kanye went out and said, hey man, I want to do fashion, but I don't want to just do, you know, a hype beat fashion. I don't want that to only be the thing that I'm known for. I want to do high end fashion. I want to be with the Louis Vuittons. I want to be with the Gucci's. I want to be with the Pradas, the Valenciagas. I want to be with all of that, right? People were like, no, you need to just stick to making straight t-shirts with holes in them. Like, that's it. You can't be high in fashion and things like that. So, I mean, now he's now he's the wave. He, he's uncancelable because he's the wave. He's uncancelable. No, he, no, Kanye is uncancelable because he is the wave. And what Dell what means by that, y'all, is that the wave is continuous and Kanye is continuous. I'm going to tell you how. Yeah. For every single person on this planet, People have, people have said this before. People say, people say, I hate country music. I'm like, that's impossible. There's one country song that you like. There's a huge genre. People say, I hate rap. It's impossible. There's one rap song you'll like. For Kanye, he, su- he superseded cancellation because he has at least one album for everyone on this planet. No matter what you're going through in your life, he has one. If, if you're having a bipolar day and only have 21 minutes to listen to music, he has an album. If you just graduated, he has an album. If you sad about a breakup and your mama passed him, he has an album. If you if 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 you need some inspiration, he has an album. If you need some if techno, you didn't graduate, if, he got an album. If you didn't graduate, he got an album. If you need some house music, he he got an album. If you need a masterpiece and you want to hear some of the best collection of hip hop music ever put on this planet, he has an album. For those of you that right. don't know, that's Twisted Dark Fantasy, which is one of the best hip hop albums in the history. Of civilization, don't at me. No, no, actually, do at me because it 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 it'd be nice. My 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 question, my question for <laughs> my question for you about the Kanye thing. Just 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 to double back a little bit, Kanye did step up to talk about artists getting their masters and so on. For those of you guys that don't have an understanding, when people make a song, very people that set up the background for that song and like build the beat for it and produce it and so on and so forth and get to get you that studio, they own that song. They own it. Right. They they already paid you for that for the advance. So they it kind it kind of be like this for y'all that have you know like jobs. If you went to work and you built an Excel sheet that calculated everyone's commissions, they not finna pay you every time they use that shit. You are gonna get fired and that's it. They they gonna keep using it. You seen it at your job before? Who made this? Yeah. You know, it, Ronnie made this five years ago. He fired. But we still using the sheet. That's how people do with the music. So when you hear artists talk about, hey, we're trying to get these masters, they want to own their music. That's why people talk about MC Hammer being broke, but you still hear and can't touch this on every commercial. And he ain't got right. no money. He'll own his masters. So that's what Kanye's trying to get back. He's trying to get that back for the artist. My question to you, Dale, is this. Can Kanye do more harm by starting this movement and not continuing it? Mm, I think Kanye, yes. No, can he do more harm by not continuing it? No, that's the way. That's Kanye. That's what he do. He st- he he get people riled up about shit and then say something totally different out of the blue. And then whatever he was talking about two weeks ago is quickly forgotten. That so like we that, that, so, already so, so, we already forgot that he said <laughs> Harriet Tubman didn't free the slaves. Just to keep it buck with y'all right now, just to remind y'all that he said that. Oh, y'all damn near forgot he ran for president. Y'all forgot that shit. That, yeah, he pissing so, on Gram- He pissing on Grammys right now. You're like Kanye crazy. He pissing on Grammys. They should give him his masters. So that's kind of so that so that, that's kind of that's kind of my issue though, right? So it'd be like it'd be like if there was a crazy dude on the corner, like on the block right now. He's yelling. He was yelling, "Chickens could fly. Chickens could fly." On Friday, so the next Friday, he was like, "Martin Luther King was white." 
right? <laughs> then, then the next, then the next Friday, he was like, "There's a child molester in apartment six B, right?" Now the child molester that lives there, he's unregistered and he's been watching kids. Then the next Friday, he's like, "Mariah Carey's Mexican," like, bro, like we just skipped over a part that was very important and just and just kind of just credited to him being sporadic. That's what I'm saying. If Kanye just gives up on this issue, we gonna miss something that's important. He can't speed bump off of this because we're like, oh, that's just that's just that's just crazy, Larry. Ain't no ain't no child molester upstairs. No, there's literally a pedophile upstairs. But yeah. we on the we on the next thing because next week I'm also I mean like next week if next week if Kanye say some say some I don't I won't say crazy because we don't use that word in 2020. But next week if Kanye say some wow right, 2020 has been crazy. You're right. Next week, next week, if Kanye's like, I'm about to, I'm about to buy Duce. Jay Z owe me a billion dollars from Duce. If we, and then it's gonna be like, I guess that Masters thing just wasn't that important. He must have been talking out of his ass. That's that's what that's that's why I think it's a little it's a little bit dangerous if he's not serious. Right. No, I get what you're saying on that. Yeah, it is. It is dangerous. It is. But I mean, I don't even know, man. You know, Kanye don't even shock me no more, bro. Like I don't even get mad. I don't even be. People will be like, oh, "I can't believe." Like they, people were sending me the timeline about Kanye pissing on the thing, and I'm just like, "But I ain't even surprised." Like I'm sorry. Like it's so much more shit going on. Like I can't even just keep up with this madness right now. I should to talk about to even go back into what you talking about. Like it's crazy how this year's been, how 2020's been. Right? Shit's been so easily forgotten. Let's let's just break it down. Right? You on it's been 2020 has been so crazy. This is to talk more about how shit can happen and it can immediately make shit forgotten. 2020 be so crazy, so much shit happened. People forgot Kobe died. People forgot that he died. Forgot no, for them. real. Like, like really, like people were like, "Yo, he died this year." That's right. Damn, like people forgot he died this year. Like that's how crazy it's been. You know what I'm saying? It's been that wild. People it's forgot. About, so it's been that wild, bro. Like it's been that wild. So, so that just goes to talk about how crazy 2020 is to compare it to Kanye because Kanye's 2020. Like Kanye, damn near go out and fucking say one thing. You forget about that shit because he had come up with a whole other shit to say. So it is. I sometimes we need Kanye to stay focused on some shit. But I don't feel like he's gonna be focused on this shit. <laughs> hey, you know, you know what, you know what's funny about what you're saying, right? It's kind of like it's, it's kind of like uh, 2020, 2020 was just too lit, and Kanye had to just jump in because we didn't really hear nothing from him until Fourth of July. He's like, I'm running for president on Fourth of July because he got bored. Like yeah. it was six months. He was like, I got a billion dollars. Nobody even cares. Like you know what? Yeah. I'm running for president. Then he had to run for president. Then, then he had our <laughs> then he had our curiosity. He didn't have our attention. But he had our curiosity. And that's all he really yeah. wants is our attention. So yeah. I don't I don't know, man. I can't really I can't really call it. This is what I do know is that I've always kind of felt like he'd be on thin ice when it comes to him flipping out in the marriage situation because he a billionaire now. And I just don't know what the prenup situation is. Would it be like a Dr. Dre situation? I know Kim mm-hmm. got her own money, but with that Dr. Dre situation, he's trying to bounce. And um, his wife want two million a month, which I honestly don't. I I'm not gonna say it's not a lot of money, but when it comes to like negotiating, like you said, Dale, I mean, you ask for two million a month if you walk over nine hundred thousand, and you're good, right? Or right. Not. Uh, yeah, I, I'm gonna be all right. Nine hundred thousand. Thought, thought about it. Yeah, I'm gonna be all right. I'm gonna, <laughs> what are you thinking good. about? Like, what? Are you... Hey, I had to take a second, make sure you know. 
that's how it is. That's that, that, that's how oppression gets you. You make you think about if you take it from shit. Like, wait, is, should I take that? Is that all right? Because when you oppressed, you don't know. You just be you. You got to question everything that the man throw at you. You be like, shit, is it a good thing to take? He might be. <laughs> It's he not, might be trying to fuck. That's how they got my daddy like that on the Cadillac way back in '94. Now, you know what I'm saying? That's how he is, his brothers. Nah, that's real. That's real talk. Because I even think, because I'm pretty sure I know, I know, I know, like I know, Dr. Dre had a billion, but I'm not. I think he sold part of his stock in Beats for a minute. So did he lose part of the billion? Either way, just two million. I feel like that's about to pay. But I don't know what she was doing in the cut. I don't know who she made it. Who who she might have murked. I don't know if she made made up the word chronic. I don't know if she started calling him Dr. Dre. I mean, for all right. we know, for all we know, the writer dies. They've been there forever. They're there for a reason. Like Jeff Bezos' wife, I think she got half. And she got half. And next thing you know, best Jeff Bezos got like a trillion anyway. So, yeah. I mean, I, I, it's, it's going to be. I'm not about I'm not about to be. I mean, after we get our Spotify, Apple deal, I'm not about to be out here just paying $2 million. Well, I'm about to stay together. I'm not paying $2 million. Yeah, we, I love you. Money. <laughs> not you. I'm talking about my wife. I love you. We together, Kevin. Oh yeah, because y'all, yeah, y'all, y'all already 99% married. So she already, yeah. she already, oh, she already own own half of your one third of the show. Damn, she gonna be that. She gonna be that when they're talking about. I came up with about Dale time. Like I ain't gonna be able to own that shit. I came up with that by myself. I but I, I was, she gonna be like, I was with him when he was just L. No Dale. No doubt. No, no, just L. People used just to call L. him Liddell. It was just L. <laughs> <laughs> I made his ass. I I'm, need a hundred and fifty million. <laughs> like, damn. Like, we only we only got 150 dollars right now. Like, right. You just exactly. want it all. You oh, just want everything. So, everything. I mean, so I just actually, you know, I mean, with that, I just I do want to give a shout out, a shout out to the woman that be in the background because I know the Drake lyric is possible is popular. You wasn't with me shooting in the gym. I mean, not at the game, but at nighttime, right. at nighttime, though, when the lights is off at 3 a.m. I mean, like somebody watching those kids while you shooting in the gym. So I mean, you know, and, and you know, and, and I, I'm going I'm to keep it on it. I've made a bunch of like dope moves in my life and learned ill things and avoid a lot of traps because the ill female was like, hey, look, yo, don't fuck with Ray Ray and them. They're going to get you shot tonight. Exactly. Or, hey, hey, or, 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 hey, you know what? You should fuck with Duncan because I'm telling you, Duncan making those real moves. I mean, it's only because she want to hang out with Duncan's wife, but still. It's still a movie. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know, it, it, it's very, very true. I was just telling somebody about that the other day. I was like, man, you need to listen to your girl. Because my boy was telling me, he was like, yo, yeah, my girl be tripping because I want to be out with my homies all night. And I was like, bro. I was like, so I was trying to, I was trying to dig deeper. I was trying to figure out the whole scenario. Of, Young boy. Like, yeah, well, no, he's 30s. But I was telling him, I'm like, yo, so, like, why do you want to be out with your homies all night anyway? He's like, I just be chill. I'm like, what do y'all be doing? Say, we don't be doing nothing. We just be chilling, you know, getting hard. Like, so, you, so you want to be around a whole bunch of dicks then be at home with your woman. You know what I'm saying? And you got to deal with all of that shit that whatever niggas going to be going through. You know, you know how it is when you with niggas for too long. You know what I'm saying? It's fights, arguments happen. Niggas start arguing over dumb shit. But when you at home safe, I'm like, you good. You with your shorty, she good. You getting advice. But he was getting mad because I was telling him, I was like, yo, she probably don't want you to. He was like, yeah, because my friends, they be selling coke. They be doing all this. I was like, yeah, she probably just want better for you. She don't want you to get caught up in that lifestyle of selling coke or get pulled over with them and be and get arrested for association. And he was like, I mean, that's what she be telling me. I'm like, you should listen. <laughs> you should listen to her. She probably giving you the right advice, bro. Like, niggas don't be wanting to trust their girl when they give her the right advice. 
And that's why niggas be like, nigga, she was shooting with me in the gym. Nigga, my homies was. <laughs> and your homies, your homies the one talking about me. Like, that's why niggas do so much like future nowadays. Uh, you know what I'm saying? I ride for my homies, I lie to my bitch. You know, that line is so famous, right? Because that's what niggas want to live like now. Like, nigga, I'm with my homies. I'm with my homies. I don't care about my homies. And then when you finally make it, you know what I'm saying? You wondering why your homie like, bro, just buy me a Bugatti too. Like, <laughs> just buy me, just buy me a Bugatti. You know, I was shooting with you in the gym. Ain't like, like, <laughs> ain't like, shout out for all, for all the artists like that's rolling with D boys, but ain't moving any dope. Like, stop doing that. Because, yeah, that shit ain't cool. Because, <laughs> because you finna, because like you finna get some time, or you finna inadvertently end up snitching, and then it's gonna yeah. be bad for you and your girl. Because you don't really know the game either. You think you know the game because you hang around the niggas, but you don't really know. Like to to to, to tell you somebody who thought they knew the game, and now they ended up in a situation. Lori Larkin, right? She thought she knew the game. She probably was hanging around people that was telling her, "Hey, girl, you know what?" No, I'm not even going to say Lori Lofton. I can't think of her husband who, who's, I think his name is like Mesquite or something like that. I know he has a clothing line. And I, now I can't, I, I, I'm so sorry, listeners, if I do not get this right. But um, I know her husband has a clothing line. I don't know his name, but I'm going to say, because, you know, she's bigger than him and to me. But, <laughs> but, but so Lori Lofton's husband probably was in that situation. Like, I got a way to get our daughter into school and got her into school. Now Lori Lofton, she got a ride because she got to stick for her husband. And now she's doing jail. She got two months in jail. But the great thing about her situation, by being such a good wife, she get to do jail by she get to do jail by Zoom. So she cool. <laughs> <laughs> she just gets to choose whatever prison she go to. But she gonna do that shit by Zoom. <laughs> having a jail call in with her. If you get if, if you get if you get to choose your jail, then I'm choosing Zoom jail. Like I'm, yeah, I'm choose, definitely I'm choosing Zoom, Zoom jail. jail, and it'd be like, oh y'all, y'all making that Pruno girl? Yeah, I'm. What you what kind? Lloyd, what type of Pruno you make? Oh, this is uh, this is actually three hundred bottle, this is three hundred bottle of wine. I'm not making Pruno here. Oh, well, you yeah. get it, girl? Get how you live. I hate that bitch. I hate her so much. Why did they make us take this call? <laughs> <laughs> they make they make they look yo, they make everybody take the call and they charge their commissary for it. Like exactly. Hey, right. Y'all gonna pay a hundred dollars for the Lori call? Why? She ain't even. Here, fuck her, <laughs> man. <laughs> hey, yo, man. Um, do you have a listen of the week for these fine people? I sure do, man. And I want to give that listen out this week because we talked about my guy, man, who I love so much, and that's Nipsey Hussle. We didn't talk about him much, but we mentioned him kind of briefly. And that song is not a Nipsey song, but he's on the song, and it's called Deep Reverence. This is a song by Big Sean on the Detroit 2 album, his 2020 project. I love this song because, of course, Nipsey's on it, and Nipsey's just so wise, and he gives so much game. But the part of the reason why I love this song is because Big Sean, who, you know, he had his little situation with Kendrick, because Kendrick, another reason why I wanted to bring this out, because on the song, uh, where Control, where Kendrick spits about how he's better than all the other artists and things like that, even, and it was a Big Sean song, he, he talks about how he's better than Big Sean too. So they end up having a little, 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 it wasn't, well, Big Sean describes it as it wasn't a real beef, but it was a little problematic. So, because when somebody kill you on your own shit, that becomes a fucking problem. It but, is. so I felt like for him to own up to that and say, hey man, you know, I was dealing with some insecurities and blah, 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 blah. But I talked to him after Nipsey died and we good. You know, I love that part that he talks about in the song. However, even if that's not what you want to listen to on this song, the whole song is a vibe. 
Nipsey Gorks gives you some fireballs. And then on top of this, he has a little small little interlude where he talks about how he wanted to work with other Detroit artists before he passed. So I definitely recommend you go check out that song. I'm going to send it to Rolex so that way he'll post it in the description box so you'll be able to get some ear, a, a ear, a eargasm, as he would say. So, yeah, look out for that. Check that out. Get your week riding correctly. And if anything, man, check out the whole Detroit 2 album. You can find it on Apple Music, Spotify, anything that your phone can digitally go ahead and pull up music. You should be able to find that album. So go check that out. And if you really want to support the black man, go buy his album. <laughs> go buy his album, man. Go buy his album. Do you have a, do you have a listener of the week this week? I running? do. No, no, no. I definitely got a listener of the week. I want to give a big shout out. I just shout him out a low key anyway. But man, I want to give a shout out to my big homie out in Florida who now down here with me right now. Um, Joker King, man. Thank you so much, man. He's been he's been listening, man. He's been picking my brain all day, asking me about the podcast. Definitely wants to come and get on the podcast one day. Um, we're gonna have to work that out sometime in a live stream, but Want to give a big shout out to him for just being a listener, man. He went in, checked in a few episodes, gave me some feedback, went and checked on our videos on YouTube, where any of you can go ahead and go find any of those videos. You can definitely like, share, and subscribe. Get us some fucking monetization so we can get paid and we can do better for you as listeners. But man, this one here is a big shout out to Joker King, also known as Norman, also known as Manny, AKA some hella names. But anyway, yeah, man. Man, go check him out. Go check him out. And you can even find some of his music and 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 in in on YouTube or Spotify. Just look up Joker King. But yeah, big shout out to him for listening to all of our stuff. I'll have to send him a shirt or something like that. Well, I think I gave him a shirt already, but I'll have to send him one. Another, send, that one man, those, send that man a shirt. I'm gonna send him one of them new Reek ones, man. Them Reek ones is fire. Them ones is hot. So you know, we gotta make sure we get him one of those. Them Reek, them Reek, um, them Reek special, little special project edition? shirts. Yeah, them special editions, them limited editions. Y'all gotta check them out, man. Y'all gotta y'all make sure y'all DM Rolex Ryan on the in on the IG so he can make sure he get you a shirt, man. First one to DM in the next five days after this post to get a shirt. Hey man, DM at at Uncut Gems, DM at Rolex Ryan, DM at about time. Per usual, y'all can about deal time. That's what I just said. You said about time. So no, I'm gonna I didn't. Sure all right, hey, my bad. Go ahead, finish your <laughs> finish your outro. <laughs> Yo, man, y'all could be anywhere in the world right now, but y'all here with us, and I appreciate that. Hey, and if you made it this far, man, you really, really, really fuck with us. So we appreciate that. And man, if this is your first time tuning in, it's about Dell time. Keep checking for us next week. Like, share, subscribe. Make sure your grandma hear this because we can become her favorite hood niggas too. 100. Bless up. Bless. Yeah. Sound like something. <laughs> sun cut. Yeah. Like BT after midnight. Sun cut. Trying to walk in Milwaukee. You know, make the butts. Sun cut. They go to jury. Yeah, the cops ain't after helping. They just apprehend. Error of application. The robots are men. Error of conversations. Even if arguing, we rough around the edges. Even when dropping gems. It's uncut. It's uncut. Yeah, it's that mixtape, man. Uncut gems mixtape.
Shout out to the homies, man. Free the homies, man.